0: How to beat VAR, video assistant referee? Football's laws are always evolving. In recent years, there have been changes to the kickoff, alteration to the punishment for last-man fouls, and VAR. The rules and regulations have not adapted much in terms of clamping down on gamesmanship, and in a way, that is the point. It is not about breaking laws as such, but more about pushing their boundaries in search of an advantage. A popular description of these actions is dark arts, but what are its major forms? Remember that infamous Sergio Ramos challenge in the Champions League final, the tip the balance of the game toward Real Madrid? No, not that one. Two years before he collided with Mo Salah, Sergio Ramos resorted to his most cynical to stop a breakaway by Atletico Madrid's Yannick Carrasco in stoppage time, with the score 1-1. With Antoine Griezmann to his left and Fernando Torres on his right, Carrasco swept forward in a three-on-one counter. Danilo was the only Madrid defender between the attacking trio and Navas' goal, but then came Sergio Ramos, from behind the play, to wipe out Carrasco. From Atletico perhaps having a 50% chance of scoring, now they had a free kick in the centre circle. Real could reorganise, and there were only 30 seconds remaining. In an era when counter-attacking is a crucial part of the game, and teams attempt to press in numbers high up the pitch and risk their midfield being bypassed, midfielders in particular will look to foul because they know collecting a yellow card and conceding a free kick is better than allowing the break to unfold. Jose Marinho accused Manchester City of the practice last year, and while Pep Guardiola denied those suggestions in the club's documentary, All or Nothing, his assistant, Mikel Arteta, was heard telling City players to commit tactical fouls if necessary. Such an approach has been adopted as a fundamental part of defensive game plans, and taking one for the team, has become acceptable. However, it is an area in which the punishment does not fit the crime, in a sense, overt fouling is effectively incentivized. Some home teams are effective at subtly influencing a referee's mindset, even before a single ball is kicked, and sometimes post-match, too. Some top European club gift referees with luxury watches after every game, while others provided replica kits for all the official's children. Other clubs provide referees with a police escort onto the pitch, even if it is not strictly necessary. Does that make them less inclined to give decisions against the club that rolls out the red carpet? It is not the greatest footballing crime, but it is perhaps the most common. Not only are players liberal with where the throw-in should be taken, but they also readily creep up the touchline with the ball in their hands, gaining precious yards toward the opposition's goal. This is particularly prevalent when dummying a throw, they stop, and then, with their second run-up, go far in advance of where they should have been. In a world where teams pressing opponents heavily toward one touchline has become a key strategy, an extra 10 yards can make a major difference to the significance of losing possession. The diving debate has become increasingly complex. Simulation, in its darkest form, is against the laws of the game, but there are plenty of grey areas. We have all witnessed situations in which an attacker has clearly been tripped or pulled in the box, only to do the honourable thing by not going down, and the referee has not awarded a penalty. Given that, can you blame forwards when they go down? However, such actions are only a small step away from exaggerating minimal contact, which is uncomfortably close to diving or entirely inventing a foul. Where do we draw the line? Then comes the question of engineering contact. Some players, such as Crystal Palace's Wilfried Zaha, win penalties because of their trickery. There's nothing wrong with playing specifically for free kick or penalty, like, say, tempting a defender into a foul by leaving a trailing leg to be tripped, but this is a short journey from actively making contact with opponents before falling to the ground. The authorities have attempted to clamp down on diving by introducing retrospective suspensions, but that doesn't do anything to change the outcome of the game in which the offense occurred. VAR will not retrospectively overturn results from the game, a week later. This would create madness in leagues, and might even lead to court cases with hundreds of millions on the line for clubs. Sergio Ramos is a specialist in bending the laws and beating VAR. Ramos knows how to eliminate a threat, if he can't stop them, he will injure them. In order to remove the opposing team's number one threat. Ramos coming together with Mo Salah in the Champions League final, was, on first viewing, a relatively innocuous incident in which a defender got his foot in to win the ball cleanly, after which the two players happened to tumble to the floor it was only after watching replays that suspicion arose. Does Ramos deliberately lock his arm into Salas, hauling the Liverpool man to the ground in such an awkward manner that he was forced to depart through injury? Only Ramos himself knows, but his track record suggests that he isn't unfamiliar with such tricks. Peculiarly, this is the type of thing that is sometimes tolerated in England. Attempting to win a penalty is considered underhand, but overly physical contact, not to injure a player, but to let them know you're there. Which might make someone think twice next time they're in possession, is considered fair game. In truth, though, it is the most blatant form of cheating, and something that is literally against the laws of the game, which cover unnecessary force that should lead to both yellow and red cards. Perhaps that is the problem with policing gamesmanship. What is considered a disgrace in one place is acceptable elsewhere. The law changes and VAR is here to stay, but some players and teams are three steps ahead of the rest. It is the difference of winning trophies and collecting hundreds of millions for clubs and their players. Is this fair or should all of these tricks be banned as well? Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.